0: From London, we present the Francis Durbridge serial, Paul Temple and the Jonathan Mystery. Episode 7 An Invitation for Mr. Elliot. It is Temple. Who is that?
1: It's good old Charles.
0: I, I, what is it? What's the matter?
1: I've been
0: shot, Temple. I... Try to open the door. I can't. I... Charles, listen. Try to open it.
1: It's locked. The door's locked, Temple.
2: I... I... Can't. Oh, Paul, it sounds bad. Yes.
0: Get away from the door, Charles. Keep back. <laughs> what is it? What happened?
2: Oh, boy, he, he's bleeding badly. I better phone for a doctor.
0: I've been shot. I I listen. I've got to tell you something. It's very important. What is it, Charles? Because. Um,
2: It's the ring. Paul.
0: I'm afraid he's dead.
2: What was it he said?
0: He said, Ferguson is the ring.
2: Ferguson is the ring? What on earth did he mean?
0: I don't know. Look, Steve, go downstairs and get hold of the porter. Mm -hmm. Don't tell him what happened, but ask him to come up here straight away. Yes, all right. While you're getting the porter, I'll phone to Graham.
2: Oh, I was just coming down to see you. My husband would like to have a word with you. He's in Miss Nelson's flat.
0: Is anything the matter, madam?
2: Mr. Temple will tell you.
0: Oh, I forgot there's a lady downstairs in the hall. She's waiting for Mr. Temple.
2: Oh? Who is she? Do you know?
0: No, I'm sorry, I don't, madam. Never seen her before.
2: Uh, You go along to the flat. I'll see
0: her. Very well, madam.
2: Mrs. Russell. Oh. Where's your husband, Mrs. Temple? I must talk to him. But well, I'm afraid he's busy just now. but... What is it? Where did you come back? Oh, did that business unnerve you? Are you frightened to drive? Uh, no, it's not that. But I changed my mind after what happened tonight. Hmm? I think perhaps there are one or two things I ought to tell your husband. Such as, well, to begin with, I lied about the ring. It wasn't said to me. I wrote the note myself. Oh, you do You see, I had that ring for some time. Richard gave it to me. Richard gave it to you? Yes. When? About three months ago. I took him to London for a weekend. We stayed with some friends of mine. We did some shows, went to one or two parties, and (laughs) thoroughly enjoyed ourselves. Then, coming back in the car, Richard suddenly kissed me and said he wanted me to have the ring. Oh, I didn't want to take it, but I didn't want to hurt his feelings, so... So you took it? Yes. Go on. Well, after the murder, when everyone took it for granted that the dead man was Richard, there was a lot of talk about the missing ring. I nearly took it to the police and explained what had happened, but you thought if you produced the ring, people would jump to the conclusion that you were implicated. Exactly. When your husband discovers that the dead man was not Richard, everyone said that the murderer had forgotten to complete the job by putting the ring on the dead man. So you see, whichever way you look at it, I was in a spot. Naturally, I wanted to get rid of the ring. I wanted to hand it over to the police. But I didn't want to take any chances. So you pretended that it had been sent to you? Yes. After I'd given it to your husband, I went home. I hadn't been in the house a quarter of an hour when Richard phoned sounded worried. She said he wanted the ring, that he must have it. I told him that I'd given it to your husband. I see. That's the truth, Mrs. Temple. I swear to you it's the truth. Don't you believe me? Yes, I do, Mrs. Russell. But I don't know if my husband will.
0: I still don't understand why Macintosh telephoned you and asked you to go back to the flat. Well, there are only two possible explanations again. Mm-hmm. Either Mackintosh was telling the truth and Dinah Nelson did quite genuinely want to talk to me, or Macintosh had persuaded Dinah to, well, try and pull the wool over my eyes. Yes, but how do you explain that when you got to the flat, both well, Miss Nelson and Macintosh were missing? And how does Rudolph Charles into the picture. I think Mackintosh must have left the flat after he phoned me. But why? Well, probably Dinah sent him away on some pretext or other. And while he was out, Rudolph Charles turned up. hmm I'm afraid we shan't really know what happened until you pick up Dinah Nelson or Reggie McIntosh. What about this story of Mrs. Russell's? What do you make of that? I think it's probably true. After all, she did give me the ring, and Richard did telephone me shortly afterwards. Yes, but why did young Ferguson ask you to take the ring to Mrs. Gulliver? Why not pick it up from you himself? Well, he knew that if he came to me personally, there was a chance that I'd tip the police off and he'd be picked up. In any case, I'm almost sure that he... Excuse me, Mr. Graham. Oh, come in, Inspector. Any luck? Uh, we've picked up Mackintosh. We've had no luck with the girl. It's my opinion she's making for town. Have you told the yard? Yes, they're on the lookout for her. Oh, we'll pick her up, all right. It's just a matter of time. Where did you find Macintosh? Well, I suppose find is hardly the right word, sir. He's simply turned up. What do you mean? We were taking photographs in Miss Nelson's flat. Foster was going through the usual fingerprint routine. There was a ring at the bell, and, well, there was Macintosh. Was he surprised to see you? Very. He was even more surprised when I yanked him down here to the police station. Did you tell him about Rudolph Charles? I didn't tell him anything. How does he seem? he seems very worried. He keeps asking for Mr. Temple. Come along, Temple. Let's go down and have a word Mm -hmm. with him. Did you find the revolver, Inspector? No, we didn't. We've turned the place upside down, but it's not in the flat. Oh, hello, McIntosh. I thought we had an appointment about an hour ago at Miss Milton. Mr. Temple, what does this mean? What on earth's going on? Supposing you tell me, Macintosh. What do you mean? Well, didn't you phone me? Didn't you tell me that Miss Nelson was very much better and that you'd finally persuaded her to talk to me? But she did want to talk to you. Really? Look, I think maybe I'd better tell you exactly what happened. Yes, I think perhaps you better. Well, after you and Mrs. Temple left the flat with Rudolph Charles, I had a pretty frank talk with Dinah. I told her the best thing she could do was to tell you or Scotland Yard everything she knew about Richard Ferguson. Everything she knew about this so-called Mr. Jonathan. How did she take her? Well, she began to get rather hysterical again, and I thought I'd have to send for a doctor. Anyway, I went into the kitchen and made a pot of tea. When I got back into the bedroom, she seemed much brighter. Mm-hmm. She told me that she'd decided that the best thing she could do was to see you again and make a clean breast of things. Well, naturally, I was very pleased and telephoned you. Go on, MacIntyre. Oh, well, when I returned to the bedroom, Dinah said she'd got rather a bad headache, and she asked me if I'd go to the chemist and get her some aspirin. And did you? Yes. But the first shop I called at was closed, so I had to walk around the block and almost as far as the bridge. I suppose I was away from the flat about a quarter of an hour. Well, when I got back, the flat was empty. Dinah had disappeared. The flat was empty. Yes. Quite empty. Well, there was no one there. Go on, McIntosh. Well, at first I just didn't know what to do. I knew that you'd be coming at any moment and that, to say the least, you'd think it's strange after our phone conversation to find the flat deserted. Yes. Well, suddenly I got it into my head that Dinah might attempt to commit suicide again. I dashed downstairs and ran as far as the river. I thought... Well... I don't have to tell you what I was thinking. But there was no sign of Dinah. I walked into the town, made one or two calls, went to the encounter, and then returned to the flat. And you found Inspector Gerard there? I did, much to my surprise. Mr. Temple, tell me, has anything happened to Dinah? So far as we know, nothing, beyond the fact that she's disappeared. Then why was the inspector in the flat? They were taking photographs of the place. Macintosh, when you returned to the flat, the first time, I mean, after getting the aspirin, you're quite sure it was empty? Yes, I've told you. There was no sign of Rudolph Charles, for instance. Rudolph? Why, no. Well, if you're telling the truth, Macintosh, shortly after you left the flat for the second time, Rudolph Charles turned up. He was there when Mr. and Mrs. Templer arrived. Rudolph was? Yes. He'd been shot shot. I don't believe it. You're lying. You're just trying to trap Rudolph me. Rudolph Charles is dead. What? He was shot. And it's my opinion, Macintosh, that if you didn't shoot him yourself, then Miss Nelson did. So you must have seen the body of Rudolph Charles when you returned to the flat. I tell you, I didn't. If I'd seen him, I would have... What is it, Inspector? They found Dinah Nelson, sir. Where is she? She's in hospital. What's happened? They pulled her out of the Thames about half an hour ago. So, your guess was right, Mr. McIntyre. Now, do be careful, Mr. Temple, please. Remember, Miss Nelson's extremely overwrought. Yes, I'll give you exactly five minutes. I shan't stay a second longer, I promise you. Quite frankly, Mr. Temple, I'm not letting anyone else see her, in spite of what Sir Graham Mm says. I understand, Doctor. Now, don't forget what I've told you. Who's that? Hello, Diana. Who is it? Paul Temple.
1: Oh. Oh, Mr. Temple. How
0: are you? How are you feeling, Diana? I I feel
1: better than I did. uh... Oh, Mr. Temple. I'm sorry about this. I wouldn't have done it. Now, Dinah,
0: listen. I haven't much time. The doctor won't let me stay very long because they want you to rest. Now, what happened tonight, Dinah? Did you shoot Rudolph Charles? Yes. Yes, I did. Is he dead? Tell me what happened.
1: He came to the flat. I sent Reggie out to the mass Rudolph worked for Jonathan, you know. He did? He was one of his right-hand men. He told me that Jonathan wanted me to work for him. Now that Richard was dead, he, he wanted me to take his place. Rudolph said that if I didn't, he would tell the police that I'd thrown suspicion onto Mrs. Russell. Did you? Yes. I sent the magazine to Mr. and Mrs. Ferguson. Why?
0: Oh,
1: well, I... I was jealous of Mavis. I thought she was in love with Richard.
0: But, Dinah, when you tried to commit suicide the first time, you left a note for Jonathan.
1: Yes, I know I did. Why? Well, he'd already tried to persuade me to join forces with him. The visit from Rudolph Charles was just...
0: Just just another attempt to make you change your mind? Yes. Dinah, tell me... Why was Richard Ferguson so keen on getting hold of the signature ring?
1: When he gave the ring to Mavis Russell, he didn't realize then that it was important. Jonathan told him that he must get the ring back. Richard told me about it, and I promised to help him. That's why I was so surprised when you... When
0: I produced the ring?
1: Yes. After I saw you, I sent a message to Richard through Mrs. Gulliver telling him that you got the ring. That's why he phoned you. Mm.
0: Dinah, why did Mrs. Ferguson tell me to get in touch with you? You said you'd never met.
1: I know. I'm sorry. I met her several days ago in London. I told her that I was the person who sent that magazine. She probably guessed that I knew a great deal about Richard. And that's why she told you to get in touch with me.
0: Now, I don't know whether you remember or not, but Mr. McIntosh telephoned me. He said that you were feeling better and that you wanted to talk.
1: Yes, sir. I did feel better. I, I had a headache, but apart from that, I was all right until...
0: Until Rudolph Charles turned out. Yes. Mm-hmm. Dinah, you know what I'm going to ask you, don't
1: you? Oh, please, please don't, Mr. Temple, please who Jonathan?
0: is Jonathan?
1: I don't know. You
0: must know, Dinah, otherwise... Mr.
1: Temple, please, please don't ask
0: me. <laughs> Dinah, listen. I'm pretty sure I know who Jonathan is. So even if you tell me, you're only confirming what I already know... You don't believe me?
1: No.
0: You think I'm bluffing, don't you? Yes, I do. Well, I'll tell you what I'll do, Donna. I'll strike a bargain with you. I'll tell you all I know about this business. I'll tell you why Richard Ferguson was murdered and who murdered him. I'll even tell you who Jonathan is.
1: Well?
0: If I'm right, you need only confirm it. If I'm wrong... Well, I give you my word, I'll never ask you another question about the Jonathan mystery. Is it a deal? Yes. All right. You'll be perfectly honest with me.
1: Yes. Yes, I promise.
0: Right. Well, we'll start at the beginning. It's my opinion that Max Wyman was murdered by Richard Ferguson for the simple reason that young Ferguson... Would you like some more coffee, madam?
2: No, thank you. What about you, darling?
0: No, thanks. But you can bring me some more butter, waiter. Very good, sir.
2: You seem very bright this morning.
0: Ah, I feel very bright.
2: I can't imagine why.
0: (laughs) Well, as a matter of fact, Steve, I had rather an interesting little bet last night, the diner, Nelson. Oh? I won. I always feel rather pleased with myself when I win.
2: Yes, well, you won't continue to feel rather pleased with yourself if you put your elbow in the marmalade.
0: Hmm? Oh, Oh, i here, Ferguson. Morning, Mrs. Temple. Good morning. Morning, morning, Ferguson. Am I interrupting your breakfast? No, 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 not at all. Sit down. Well, uh, Helen and I are leaving for London in about an hour's time. I just thought I'd say goodbye. Hmm, We're going back to town ourselves this afternoon, so if there's anything I can do for you, just give me a ring. That's very kind of you, Temple, but as a matter of fact, we've made up our minds to go home.
1: You mean back to the stake?
0: Yes, we feel it's kind of pointless just hanging on like this. Whatever happens now can't change the real issue as far as we're concerned. Richard's gone. All the investigating, all the theories in the world won't bring him back.
2: Yes, I understand. How is Mrs. Ferguson this morning?
0: Oh, she's much better. We had a heart-to-heart talk last night, Mrs. Temple. I think we straightened out a few things. Certainly hope so. What exactly happened last night? Was Edward telling the truth? Oh, yes, yes, he was. As a matter of fact, there's a perfectly simple explanation. Shortly after she left me to go shopping, Helen met a girl called Dinah Nelson. Well, because she was a friend of Richard's. Did your
2: wife know Miss Nelson?
0: Apparently she did, but it was a surprise to me. She met her in London two or three days ago. Anyway. She and Helen started talking, and she told Helen a few home truths about Richard. In fact, I'm afraid she more or less confirmed my opinion of him. She said that Richard had been blackmailing Mark Elliot. He already had nearly 2,000 pounds out of him. Well, naturally, Helen was terribly upset. She went straight to the encounter and handed Mr. Elliott a check. I must say, elliot has been very good about the whole business. What was Richard blackmailing Elliot about, do you know? Well, apparently he had some letters belonging to Elliot. I gather they were not exactly discreet. Have you seen the letters? Oh, yes. After I picked up Helen last night, we went round to Mrs. Gulliver's and collected one or two things that belonged to Richard.
2: Have you still got them?
0: No. As soon as we realized what they were, we handed them over to Elliot. And what about the check? Well, he took that all right. I insisted.
2: Oh, yes, Mrs. Good morning. Oh, good
0: morning. Oh, I was just saying goodbye to Mr. and Mrs. Temple, Alan. Huh? The, the, the car's ready, Robert. Okay, what about the cases? Yeah, are They're,
2: They're
1: just putting them in the car.
0: Well, goodbye, Mrs. Temple.
1: Goodbye, Mr. Ferguson. When are you actually
0: going back to the station? Oh, we're flying back the day after tomorrow, Mr. Temple. Oh, well, look here. Why don't you drop into the flat tomorrow for a drink? I oh. should be delighted to see you. Huh? <laughs> well, I, I'm afraid we've got a
1: rather a busy day. A nonsense.
0: You can always find a for a drink. Let's say twelve thirty. Okay, twelve thirty. of a See you tomorrow then. Hmm.
1: Well, au revoir, Missus Temple? Au revoir, Mr. Ferguson?
2: You know, I just realized something. What's that? I don't know why. But I don't like Mr.
0: Ferguson. Why, <laughs> <laughs> Timothy, women are extraordinary. What do
2: you mean women are
0: extraordinary? <laughs> How's the uh,
2: look here.
0: Past the toast, Never darling? mind the toast.
2: What do you mean women are extraordinary? <laughs>
0: Good morning, dear.
2: Oh, hello, Sir Graham. You
0: seem highly amused, temple. Yes, I, I am, yes. Sir Graham. He's
2: laughing at one of his own remarks. He's <laughs> <laughs> a very silly one, too.
0: I simply said women are extraordinary. They are extraordinary, aren't they, oh, don't try to drag me into them. I'm strictly neutral. <laughs> well, sit down and have some coffee. Uh, no, thanks. Steve, I, I want you to take a good look at these photographs.
2: What are these, Graham?
0: Have you seen this man before?
2: Oh, yes. Oh, look.
0: Why, yes, he's the fellow who impersonated Max Wyman. Mm. Are you sure? Positive. Good. Now... What about this fellow?
2: No, uh, I don't recognize him. No,
0: wait a minute, Steve. Isn't he the character that let us into Mrs. Gulliver's? He was using the vacuum cleaner, and he said he worked for a domestic help service of some sort.
2: Yes, yes, I think you're right, darling.
0: You sure, Temple? Yes, I'm pretty sure. Good. <laughs> we picked them up this morning. Both of them? Both of them. Oh, oh yes, we can move faster, Temple, <laughs> when we want to. <laughs> I know that's really? Well, what happened? <laughs> I haven't got the details yet. Gerard phoned me about an hour ago. They picked them up in an amusement arcade just off Tottenham Court Road.
2: Were they together? Yes. Who are they, Sir Graham?
0: Well, the one who impersonated Wyman used to be in the confidence racket. His name's James, Ed James. He's a first-class driver. He did pretty well in one of the Monte Carlo rallies. Is that so? And the other fellow? Oh, that's quickly a very different type. He's very vicious. We've been wanting to pin something on that gentleman for a very long time. Well, incidentally, she was a friend of Red Harris's. Clegley was? Yes.
2: Sir Graham, do you think Red Harris and James and this man, Cleggley, actually worked for Jonathan?
0: Yes. Jonathan has got a pretty big hold on the car racket. It's my opinion that men like James and Cleggley actually steal the cars, and men like Red Harris fence them. Well, then
2: why did they get rid of Red Harris? He must have been a pretty important part of the setup.
0: I should imagine that someone told Jonathan that I'd been in touch with Red. Yes, they probably knew that Red owed you a favor, Temple, and they weren't taking any chances. Well,
2: how did young Ferguson fit into the
0: picture? Well, I think that he must have acted as a was a sort of liaison for Jonathan. Mm-hmm. In other words, it was his job to make certain that the cars which were stolen were actually passed over to the organization and not sold independently.
2: Well, I suppose that explains the car he had.
0: Yes, the car gave him the two numbers, the genuine number and the number he had to change over to. In other words, it... Yes, what is it? Excuse me, sir. Mm-hmm. There's a gentleman to see you, sir, Mr. Elliot Mr. Elliott? Yes, sir. He's waiting for you in the lounge, sir. Oh, good. Thank you very much. Thank you, sir. Well, what does Elliot want, I wonder? I'll see you upstairs, darling. Yes,
2: all right, Paul. Are you packed? Well,
0: I shall be by the time you're ready. Goodbye, Sir Graham. Goodbye, Steve. What time are you leaving, Temple? Oh, not till this afternoon. I should imagine we'll get off about three. Oh, splendid. You can give me a lift. Fine. Shall we pick you up at the police station? No, or... no, no, no. I'll be here. Oh, Sir Graham, did you, um, speak to them at the hospital about... Yes, I did. I'm afraid it wasn't easy. Oh, I didn't think it would be. Still, don't still It's fit, Good. Hello, Elliot. Oh, Sorry to kept you waiting. No, th- that's all right, Temple. I hope I haven't interrupted your breakfast. No, we've just finished. Well, you're nice and mm-hmm. early this morning. Yes, I'm just on my way to London. I've got an early luncheon appointment. Well, what can I do for you? Well, you remember I told you about Richard Ferguson blackmailing me and about the the letters I wrote? Yes, I remember. Well, look here, Temple. If you catch the person that murdered Richard Ferguson, does that mean I shall have to get up in court and tell the whole story? You mean about Ferguson blackmailing you? Yes. Well, it depends entirely on who murdered Ferguson and what the motive was. You may not have to get up in court at all. I see I don't think you do, see. At least if you do, you don't look very happy about it. Look, if anyone claims, in court or anywhere else, that I had a motive for murdering Richard Ferguson, I shall deny it. In spite of what I've already told you, I shall deny it. So Ferguson was telling the truth. What do you mean? You've got the letters back? Yes. Oh, well, if you've got them back, so far as I can see, there's nothing for you to worry about. Unless the police fail to find the person who murdered Ferguson and pick on me as a sort of... If the police don't think you murdered Ferguson, they won't pick on you. Anyway, I've got a shrewd suspicion that the police already know who murdered Ferguson. Oh? Look, Elliot, I'm afraid you'll have to excuse me. I've got rather a lot to do, and I'm going back to town myself this afternoon. Oh, yes, of course. Oh, by the way, hmm? I was awfully sorry to hear about Dinah Nelson. Yes, it was a nasty business. I very much doubt if you'll get over it. Get over it? Haven't you heard? What do you mean? Dinah Nelson, dead. What? I telephoned the hospital about half an hour ago. She died this morning. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Sir Graham will be sorry, too. He intended to have a talk with her this morning. Did anyone see her last night? No, it was quite out of the question. She was unconscious. Oh, I see. Well, I'd better be making a move. Oh, by the way, Elliot, how long are you going to be in town? Oh, two or three nights. Well, I'd like to see you again. Drop in the flat sometime. You'll find my address in the book. Well, thanks very much. A matter of fact, we're having a few friends in tomorrow, I think, about midday. Just for a drink. Drop in then if you like. I'd like to. Fine. Well, see you tomorrow. Goodbye. Bye.
1: Now Paul, you're shaking the ice all over the place.
0: <laughs> Give me your glass, Mrs. Ferguson. Oh, no, not to me, Hank. Choose my limit. Oh, come on, nonsense. Charlie? Yes, sir. We want another bottle of gin. Very good, sir.
1: You'll find one in the kitchen, Charlie.
0: Okie dokie, Mrs. Temple. Ferguson? Well, uh, just the spot, I guess. Thanks. Uh, nice. Please? Thank you, darling. Well, cheers Down the hatch.
1: Cheers. And I hope you have a pleasant trip back to the States, Mr. Ferguson. Oh, thank you, Mrs. Temple. Oh, thank goodness, the weather looks quite promising. Hmm. Uh, Mr. Temple, there's something I wanted to say before we go.
0: There's uh, something we both want to say. Temple, I lost my temper the other day when Sir Graham was questioning us. But
1: we, we don't want you to think that we're not grateful. Grateful for what?
0: Well, you've worked very hard in this case, Temple, and... We'd like you to know that just because you haven't got any results, it doesn't mean. Now to wait say... a minute! Wait a minute! What sort of results were you expecting?
1: Well, we were hoping that you'd find out who murdered Richard.
0: Oh, but I know who murdered Richard. What? Uh, are you serious? I also know why Richard wanted the signature ring. Why the body of Max Wyman was found in your son's flat, and I also know the identity of Jonathan. What? You. You know who Jonathan is. Ample, is this a joke? No, it's no joke, Ferguson. As a matter of fact, I've invited Jonathan here to the flat this morning. You don't really mean that. Excuse me, sir. Yes, what is it, Charlie? Uh, Mr. McIntosh to see you, sir. This was the seventh episode of Paul Temple and the Jonathan Mystery by Francis Durbridge. The part of Paul Temple was played by Peter Cook and Steve by Marjorie Westbury. The play was produced for the BBC by Martin C. Webster.